0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on Magic Mike. Now, today from Israel, we have Limor Kassim. Did I get a name correctly, Limor?
1: Yes, thank you.
0: Wonderful. Welcome to my show, Limor.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Limor, could you tell us more about your show?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, so, I have a podcast with a co-host and we joined uh, somewhere in October of last year a company called ITSP Radio. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it is a podcast that kind of brings together humanity and technology and information security. So all the podcasts they run are somewhere around those subjects. They approached Mm -hmm. uh, my co-host, Diana Kelly, and talked to her about, hey, you know, why don't you host a a podcast? She's like, I'm doing it with Lemoore. So we teamed Mm -hmm. up and we started this podcast with the idea in mind that we want to help everyday people understand, Mm -hmm. you know, we're both technical information security people. We want people to understand stuff on the level that they don't need to know anything technical. So we called it Your Everyday Cyber, and it's for everyday people. And that's what we've been doing.
0: Wow. Okay, that's interesting. And when you started off this podcast, you know, a very key part of a podcast is a microphone. What was your first microphone and what is your current microphone that you're using?
1: Right. So actually for myself, um, so I'm an official speaker for IBM security and I always had a Mm -hmm. decent microphone, right? I I had like a headset type thing where um, it isolates noise fairly well. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so Diana, on the other hand, she was on her MacBook and just Mm. speaking directly to the computer. And that didn't work out so that she mm. was using headphones like from the cell phone and other types of things until eventually she bought a really good microphone, the one that kind of hovers above you. And now her sound <laughs> is absolutely epic. So uh, she did go kind of through that. And uh, but now it's it works really well. Uh, we do have sometimes issues with you know uh with people joining the podcast our guests Mm-mm. who are you know if they're a one time thing or they do podcasts every now and then they probably Mm-mm. just use you know their earphones the the like earbuds or whatever, Mm-mm. and sometimes it's okay and sometimes it's not great, but we try to make do gotcha
0: and how do you record your shoes, limo?
1: You know, that's a funny question. Um, it's a funny a funny answer rather than a funny question. <laughs> um, we, in the beginning, when we started this out, uh, we said, okay. Um, one second, sweetie. My little daughter, mm. she's three.
0: No worries. <laughs>
1: Um, So we said, you know, we don't have funding for this yet. We don't have sponsors for our specific channel as yet. So we Mm -hmm. don't have any extra money. How should we go about this? And we did decide to go with Zoom because Zoom gives you that option to record Audio only, only, and that's been working mm-hmm. really well for us. Also, it can you know you can use kind of a free version, or you you don't have it's not even expensive to to use the premium version, and it's been working fine for us. We looked at other things, and this was still a great option, so we stuck with it, and and we so far we really like it.
0: Nice, nice, and you know Zoom has been on the rise like for the past year, in my opinion, in the podcasting space. Was there any other options that you came across or or Zoom like the best thing that, you know, let's just do that?
1: No, we actually did look at other things. Look at, I think it's something called Cast and other things. We Mm. tested stuff out. Our biggest problem wasn't with the quality of the recordings we were getting. Some of them were kind of, they would save the podcast locally on the computer and then Mm -hmm. upload it to the cloud. And things like that, those technical details were good. But the interface of, you know, sending the link to guests and automating that part was clunky on some of those other platforms. And that's why we said, okay, we just need something that you know, is easy for people to receive right away. It's just like a calendar invite. And that's what mm. made us really stick with that sort of platform because it, it does that really well.
0: Nice, nice. So it's, it's actually just, you know, making things easy. That's it. Just got to make yeah, things easy. You
1: want to make sure your your uh, your guests get on online on time. They have the link on time. They probably have that software ready. So all these things make it, you know, a little simpler.
0: Mm-mm. And do you edit your shows, Slimo? And do you edit your own shows, I mean?
1: We do. We edit the, the show. Ahead. Actually, we have split the roles. Diana edits the show. And ahead of our podcast, I asked her, you know, what do you use? And she says, well, I just use my MacBook. And I use the the um, built-in audio editing tool. So she, again, you know, just going for the simple thing right, that's right, right at the tip of your fingers, if it works well, and everything is you know, perfect. Everyone's happy with it. Then we mm. just continue going until the, if you hit a hit a road b- bump and say, "Well, this isn't really working well," then you start looking for other platforms and you are testing stuff. <laughs> but as long as it works, we're sticking with it.
0: And where do you host your platform? Where do you host the podcast?
1: we host the podcast on the ITSP magazines uh, channels and ah. uh, they help us promote it they're on twitter right, and right, linkedin right. and uh, we constantly promote the episodes for us and for others as well and so mm. we're quite a quite a bunch of podcasts there uh, and they Mm-mm. you know they're the ones who distribute it
0: right so there's actually that that radio company that you mentioned earlier they they helped you um, host it and all of that then they distribute it in that sense.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Gotcha. Okay. And, you know, we, we, just, we just touched upon promotion. What kind of promotion materials do you do? I know, what kind of promotional techniques? How do you promote your shows in that sense?
1: So, you know, as information security people, we're not really marketing people, right? We Mm -hmm. are part of communities where there's a huge information security community on Twitter and we're part of that big family. So we use Twitter heavily. We also are obviously on LinkedIn as professional people, although not all professional people are technical security people. So we always want them to be invited and to invite their family and friends to listen to the episodes, we you know we direct the subject of that kind of audience. So those are the two places we're most active, and uh, and you know ITSV as well. That's what they typically would do.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. And you know earlier you were mentioning um, just before the recording, you had a challenge because this is one question I ask all podcasters: podcasting is not as glamorous as it looks like because we face a lot of challenges. What has been that one biggest challenge you faced?
1: You know, it's a challenge that uh, I didn't expect. Maybe I should have expected. Mm. And it actually really, I take it to heart, you know. Uh, So Mm. with ITSP Magazine, when Diana and I started this, we said, okay, let's take, you know, each one of us takes the strength that she has and runs with it. So Diana does all the the editing and the invites and all those kind of more technical things. She also writes this, sometimes scripts the episodes depends on who has the time for that. And I have to you know find guests and recruit guests. Sometimes kind of suggest the subject of the day and because we we have an editorial calendar, but we also follow trends. Like if something happened, for example, there was a somebody hacked a water company, a water utility. And they could have affected mm-hmm. the water quality. So we brought somebody on to talk about it because that definitely can affect anybody. And so everyday cybers for everyday people. And we talked mm-hmm. about that. Um, so what happened was as I was recruiting people, I kept just bringing on men because there was an abundance of men that would come to speak on the show. And men also, like you, you approach them once and they say yes immediately. And what I didn't expect is that women... Were harder to find, and once you did find them, they either hmm. disappear, they uh, they say no, um, they're they're just so much harder to recruit than I ever thought, you know. And I took it to heart because I'm a big advocate for women in technology and security. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think there should be a lot more of us. I am totally you know, all for diversity and inclusion. I work towards that. I help women all the time. I invite women to contact me, and you know anything I can do to help, I'm willing to do it. And it was just so weird. Like, I couldn't believe it was that difficult uh, to recruit women for the show. And what we've done to, to, you know, come forward and do something about this challenge is just double down on it and start really working even harder to bring women on the show and find those women who are, you know, enthusiastic and want to come and, you know, just kind of keep going keep going and if uh, you know for an episode i could contact one man he'll say yes and i close it with women it would be three four five women before i get one that could say yes and she, she'll she come on the show so that was a challenge right. i didn't expect and that i really did take to heart and
0: how have you improved you know getting this process right in that sense
1: so, you know, I just contact more people once, and, and you right, know, sometimes right. you don't have a huge window of opportunity there because you have to mm-hmm. record the, the episode right away. You know, it has to air. Sometimes we record, let's say today and it airs tomorrow
0: mm-hmm. or it
1: airs the same day. Sometimes it all depends on what's going on in terms of our calendar. So I don't have a huge window of opportunity to try to find someone, book them, talk to them, you know, all that kind of stuff. Sometimes it's really rapid. So, um, so I'd kind of see, you know, who's responding. If mm-hmm. the person is responsive and is there and is down to and is happy to come on the show and wants to talk, likes talking to people, is interested in, you know, helping people understand stuff and is kind of like forthcoming, then, mm-hmm. uh, then I'd kind of run with that. Uh, so the only thing I could do really is just contact more and more people in terms of trying to recruit more women, uh, more m- women of color, uh, just really get into that diversity, like deeper into diversity to bring more women on the show. Gotcha. Now, if
0: there's this magical tool, magical app, you know, that solves your challenge or any of the challenges, (laughs) any other, any other challenge that, you know, if not mentioned for your podcast, what would that tool or app look like?
1: Uh, So, I don't know if it's a tool or an app rather. Mm -hmm, Um, Mm-hmm. Okay, so technically, you know, if you have a really good headset and you're in good control of everything that's going around you, that's already a very important thing when you're doing a podcast. And you just heard, you know, especially now with the COVID situation, children are home, people are trying to record stuff, their kids keep coming in, uh, their dogs keep shaking or barking or whatever. There's so many noises. The lifesaver for me is a headset that has this mute button that you could press with your hand. Like it has a, you know, it's a separate part that you hold in your hand at all times (laughs) and you press Mm -hmm. it when you need to. And that's a lifesaver. It honestly is in every situation. And the second thing that is absolutely invaluable is having that community. You know, without a community Mm. around you that, you know, where you have a voice and they trust you and they would, you know, accordingly would want to come on the show, uh, this would be a lot harder, you know, and Mm. um, having that community around us, having people we know, people we can connect to, people who trust us, people who like us or care about what we do is critical to having a successful podcast and having really great, great professionals come on that show.
0: Have you used any apps you know that um have been launched recently because you know 2021 has been a year where there's so many apps there's been like riverside squadcast descript um even like finding for i guess have you used any apps or websites in that sense
1: So, you know, because we came into the podcasting idea and the podcasting world through ITSP Magazine where they kind of support us and you know, they have the platform, they have the experience and stuff. We said, you know, Diana and I were saying, hey, let's just work with what we have. And that's like right at the tips of our fingers uh, and see if it works out. Uh, As long as it works, if it's not broken, we're not gonna fix it. And Diana and I actually used to work together at IBM where we had this process we had to run and we need a platform for that to you know constantly onboard people and do stuff and So in the beginning it worked, you know, it worked great. We were happy. Everybody was uh, kind of getting it, but uh, as the years went by, it wasn't great anymore and it wasn't something we could continue working with. And that's when we started Mm. looking for stuff, you know, we started looking for new apps, what's new out there, what's, uh, you know, we tested things out, we did all the trials and all that kind of stuff. So I think that if we encounter that moment where we say, okay, this doesn't work for us anymore, uh, then we would probably switch to something more, uh, you know, maybe a very a dedicated, yeah, to podcasts Mm-mm. or you know, because I know that ITSP like they have fancy stuff. Uh, we just did, um, we just did a podcast with them for RSA conference, and uh, yeah, we mm. saw that they they used you know a dedicated platform and all that kind of stuff like you're using here today. So, mm. um, but for us to. S- you know, our podcast as well is the average uh, is probably about twenty minutes. We have people come mm. on, we do a quick session. The recording is a good quality. The editing is kind of straightforward, so we've kept to these simple tools that don't cost us anything.
0: Gotcha, Limon. This has been an amazing 16, 17 minutes of conversation. It's been very insightful and pretty much straightforward in that sense. Like, you know, how can you just run your podcast with the processes you've set in place and you know, working as a team in that sense between you and Diana.
1: Yeah, I think you have to do that. Like if you're yeah. two people, I mean, if you're one person, you have no choice. That's a different story.
0: Mm-mm. I think it's harder to do it between two people because I mean, the workload to be shared, It, 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 it I think it takes a lot to sort of make that work. And it's great <laughs> that it's, 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 to be honest, it's great. Now, as a wrap up question, I ask this to all the guests that come on my show, Limon. What did you have for breakfast this morning?
1: <laughs> oh my goodness I have a very boring breakfast um, mm. So I have some you know, In Israel we eat a lot of dairy So I had some cottage cheese And some uh, toast And just coffee, just simple stuff uh, Vegetables, those kind of things That's what we eat out here Wonderful
0: Limor, thank you so much for coming on Magic Mike And I hope you had a great time And I hope the listeners had a great insight Will listen as well
1: Thank you so much, Barrett, for having me.